Let's Talk, a spiritual nugget in the midst of trying times. Isaiah 6, starting in verse 1. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him stood the seraphim. Each had six wings. With two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the foundations of the thresholds shook at the voice of him who called, and the house was filled with smoke. And I said, Woe is me, for I am lost. I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a burning coal that he had taken with tongs from the altar. And he touched my mouth and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away, and your sin is atoned for. And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then I said, Here am I. Send me. I realized that in two of my last three Let's Talks, I've been talking about worship. So I figured, why not one more? In the Center for Worship at Liberty University, there were two passages of Scripture taught more than any other. One was John 4, which we talked about a few weeks ago, a woman at the well, worshiping in spirit and truth. The Father's looking for these worshipers. And the other was this one. Now, Isaiah is a rich book, one of the most messianic in the whole Old Testament, meaning it points forward to Jesus in a number of passages. And here is a very rich passage which essentially chronicles Isaiah's commission as a prophet of God. There is a ton to unpack here, and I've only got about five minutes or so, so we are going to skim, if ever there was a skim. There's a lot for us to unpack as regards worship of our God. Isaiah encounters God. Isaiah encounters the manifold presence of God in person, and as we would expect, where God is, worship is happening. We see the angels covering their faces and their feet in reverence and humility before the King of Heaven. And in this moment recorded for us, they are praising God for two things, His holiness and His glory. God is holy, 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 the three times holy God, which to the ancient Hebrews, that threefold repetition is meant to indicate that He is utterly and perfectly holy, which is to say that He is other, above, beyond set apart, perfect, and morally pure, beyond us in every way, in a class, all by himself. And, to steal John Piper's definition, the glory of God is the manifest beauty of his holiness. It is the going public of his holiness. It is the way he puts his holiness on display for people to apprehend. So the glory of God is the holiness of God made manifest. When we encounter God, we will come up against his holiness and his glory. God is love, God is power, God is truth, God is justice, God is mercy, God is grace. But more often than anything else in Scripture, we see Him praise for His holiness and His glory. And what should our response be? Well, it doesn't seem like we're going to have much of a choice in the matter. When we truly encounter God, we will respond the way Isaiah did. Radical humility. Isaiah's response to encountering God was to cry out, Woe is me, for I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. And he was right. 
Forgive us for ever thinking that we have anything to offer to our God. We only bring brokenness. But praise God, he brings atonement. God doesn't say, oh, come on, Isaiah, you're not that bad. You didn't commit any big sins today. No. He sends an angel with a burning coal from the altar to cleanse him, to atone for his sins. And this is what God does for us. He makes us clean at the altar through the sacrifice of his son. And this is why we can enter into the presence of God in worship and praise. And finally, Isaiah puts his life on the altar. In view of who God is and what he has done, Isaiah gives his very life to the Lord. He hears the voice of the Lord say, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? And Isaiah says, Well, where do you need somebody to go? How long would someone need to be gone? Is it going to be a difficult journey or a difficult task? No, he says, Here I am, send me. He signs his name on the blank check. And God will, in fact, write a large number on it. Most of his life will be spent delivering a message to God's people that they are not ready to listen to. But Isaiah has seen the Lord. He has been cleansed by the king. How could he do anything but offer his life in service to God? And how could we? When we encounter God, he is glorious and he does cleanse us. He will also commission us to be his ambassadors in a world that so desperately needs to meet our holy, glorious, gracious, loving God. And there is no more fulfilling and meaningful life that we could live. Well, thank you for joining us for another edition of Let's Talk. Join us every Monday through Friday for more devotions from your BFC pastoral staff. A reminder that our services are Sunday mornings at 9 and 11 a.m. And our 9 a.m. service will be live streamed on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. Visit our website at www.bfcsebring.org and our Facebook page at BFC Family for more updates and helpful articles. Church family, you are loved. Have a blessed day.